Welcome back, everybody. Take a break with Steve. Steve and Seamus. Welcome back. Good to see you, Alex. Oh, you're always a friendly face. We've got a smile on. <laughs> right, you're looking good. So, uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, you know, they keep having us back. They haven't yeah. kicked us off yet. Very exciting. So, uh, what are we going to talk about this week? Let's let's dive into Black Panther. Um, you know, there's some some stuff happened recently, and we should uh, discuss it. Um, but you know, there is a lot of really good Black Panther comics out there. There's a lot of really good uh, covers and stuff that, you know, if you were a Black Panther fan of the movie, you know, time to start diving into the comic books. Got it. When, what else are we talking about? Uh, our, our favorite uh, cover artist, I think, that we kind of, we've mentioned a couple episodes, but uh, uh, John Tyler Christopher is not the action figure variants, but his fluorescent variants. Those These are things hot. are heating up. A fire. Yes. Five. You know, this guy, John Christopher, man, he's like the cover variant king, right? Yeah. He does, yeah. first he did the action figure variants, and now he's got the fluorescent variants. Yeah. Man, what, what else has he got up his sleeve? I'm sure he's got something else. He's, he's probably got a big whiteboard with just like <laughs> uh, action figures. Um, you know, Mona Lisa ripoffs. Like, he's got a bunch of ideas, and he just knocks them out. Got it. Got it. All right. So what do you want to start with today, Alex? Let's talk about Panther. Yeah, so obviously uh, the sad news came down uh, with Chadwick passing, uh, incredibly crushing. You know, I did start to think about myself and friends and and, and bad news that we've heard over the years in terms of losing these monumental figures at very, very young ages. And, you know, the the names that kept popping up were were names like James Dean, Bruce Mm -hmm. Lee, River Phoenix, and and Heath Ledger. Those are really the four. But I'm going to say this. I think culturally in terms of a global impact, I'm not sure that, that anyone had the kind of global impact that Chadwick had in terms of his portrayal of Black Panther in, in the four Marvel films of that character. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I would aching it to Bruce Lee, really. I mean, I think Bruce Lee really, the, the legend of Bruce Lee kind of took off a little bit more after his passing you know, with the 80s and 90s and like super fans and Kung Fu magazines and everything. But it's the same thing. It's it's not, you're not losing just an actor who is on the top of his games. You're, use, you're losing somebody that not only is bringing a new culture to everybody else, but is ushering it in with, you know, with, with this bravada of just being an amazing person. Yeah, it, it's quite extraordinary. And as you hear the stories coming out mm-hmm. about him visiting the hospitals and visiting the children, even, you know, knowing that he was going through the same thing and then not telling anybody. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's an extraordinary story. So wanted to sort of honor him a little bit. And obviously, there are thousands of Black Panther comics out there. And we mm-hmm. kind of wanted to narrow it down to certain storylines, certain covers, certain issues that you should look at. Uh, we're not going to address the pricing as much today because a lot of these books are very, very low pop books, but they're just very interesting books. We will talk about the values a little bit, but these are probably books that, you know, if you're building a collection and this is something that you want to build and you want to use the Black Panther character, you know, these are the books that you should really be looking out for. So, so his first appearance, 1966, Fantastic Four, number 52. It's a very, very famous cover. Oh, We've all seen it. Yeah. It's a very difficult book to get in high grade, Alex. There are only five 9.8s, 15 9.6s, 49.4s, and 51 9.2s. 
Typically, you'll see that book in an eight and a half and higher. Mm -hmm. Those books will go from $4,000 all the way up. And, and that was really, you know, that's a Jack Kirby creation, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that book is a very special book. That book has been a very special book for a long time yes. and, and only increased when the, when the movie started to hit. So, so then I love this cover too, the FF 53 cover, which mm -hmm. came out a month later, which had the origin of black Panther. Yeah. That's a, that's a great, great cover. Yeah. That one as well. I mean, again, Jack Kirby is the King. There's a reason why he was the King. <laughs> yeah. You know, th these are, these are classic uh, black Panther appearances and covers. The next one is an interesting one. April of 1968 tales of suspense ends and Captain America 100 comes out, and that mm -hmm. starts the Captain America series. That's the Silver Age Captain America series with very famous Captain America image. People forget that Black Panther was on that cover too. Mm -hmm. Very, very popular book. Uh, very low pop and very, very high grade. Again, another classic cover story from that era. So the Captain America 100 book mm -hmm. has 43 9.8 blue labels, two 9.8 yellow labels. There's actually two 9.9s. Hard to believe, right? Wow, from book that's from 1968. crazy. Yeah, it's totally crazy. And that book is about uh, a $13,000 book in 9.8, and it goes down from there. But that book has been hot since the Cap films started, you know, years ago. I mean, it's ago Captain America Sons. number one, essentially, right. right? Right, essentially, essentially. The next book is Avengers 87. What a tremendous, what a tremendous cover, yeah. right? This is a great cover. Retells the origin of Black Panther. There's only 12 blue label 9.8s, only one gold label 9.8s. They're gonna be 2,500 bucks and up. It's just, again, it's a great classic Black Panther cover that again, if you wanna own it, that's, that's mm -hmm. the good one. Then in 1977, he gets his solo series. Yep. Black Panther number one. There's actually a very rare UK price variant. Mm -hmm. There's so few that have been graded, so there's no real pop report on it. There's no real pricing variant on it. And there are 214 blue label 9.8s. There are 15 gold label 9.8s. Again, it's a classic mm. Jack Kirby cover. Mm. That book is actually not that expensive, Alex. It's, it, you know, $1,100, $1,200, $1,300. You can get a 9.8 white pages. Uh, That's King yeah. Solomon's Frog. That cover is amazing. <laughs> you got the big, big, I mean, it's a Kirby. The whole thing is Kirby. Written, drawn, cover. It's beautiful. Again, another another classic cover. Another cover that you don't see a lot of, another book you don't see a lot of, is Marvel Premiere number 52 from February of 1980. It's Black Panther versus the Ku Klux Klan. Mm -hmm. I think also, considering the zeitgeist and the time that we live in, it's also a very appropriate cover for the yeah. time that, that we all live in right now. It's a very striking cover when you see it. There are only 33 blue label 9.8s. There are only four gold label 9.8s. Uh, it's about a $1,700, $1,800 book. Again, not this stuff really isn't that crazy expensive when you compare it, right. Black Panther to the other Marvel counterparts in terms of the key books. And I think based on what Chadwick did with the character, we don't know what's gonna happen with the future of the franchise, which we'll talk about in a minute, You know where the character, where the franchise mm -hmm. is going, but that character, the way Chadwick portrayed him, has now solidified itself yeah. as on the top echelon of the Marvel characters in the yeah. universe. And then the next book, Alex, mm -hmm. which I could not find this book. I was, you know, when the Chadwick Boseman sound, uh, signing was announced originally, I wanted to send this book in. I couldn't find it. Black Panther number one from uh, July of 1988. 
very, very hard book to find. I don't know why. It's a Sam De La Rosa cover. It's a very striking cover. Mm -hmm. You can't find that book. I would have thought that people would have sent that book into CGC more. It's from 1988. Yeah. And there are only 25 blue label 9.8s. There's only two gold label 9.8s. I still couldn't find that book. I was just <laughs> unable to track one down. Uh, again, a beautiful, beautiful cover. The next book that I was able to track down, but still, it's actually a very, very hard book to find, Alex. The November 1998 Black mm. Panther number one. That has the first Okoye, another very striking cover. Yeah. Great cover. First Okoye portrayed by Denai Guerrero in the film. And there are only 25 blue label 9.8. Interesting. And two it's gold label book. 9.8. Yeah, it's popular Very, book. very low pops on these books. Yeah. Very low pops on these books. Now we take a jump to 2005 in terms of importance and, and, and what the fans are clamoring for. I think the consensus among the fans is you can't recast. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. To me, it's not like Batman or the Superman over the years. Chadwick was still portraying the character. He was in the middle of the storyline that they were telling it wasn't the end of one storyline and you're beginning another storyline or you're taking the character, you do so. It wasn't like Henry Cavill was picking up the mantle of Superman from a prior mm -hmm. you know, iteration of the character. Chadwick Boseman was Black Panther. And I believe he already recorded his lines for the, uh, the Disney Plus series, the What If animated series. I believe he already recorded his lines. So there's still more Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther stuff coming out. So, so what we're about to talk about is Black Panther number two from May of 2005. It's the first appearance of Shuri. Mm -hmm. There are actually 352 blue label 9.8s and wow. 10 gold label 9.8s. And it's still an $800 book. Yeah. I think the consensus among the fans, and I, we hope Marvel listens, we don't really know what they're gonna do, is that Shuri in the comics takes over the mantle. And that would be Letitia Wright. And I do think that that would be very fitting I think the fans would be very happy with that. And I think that that would be a great choice because Letitia is a phenomenal Amazing. actress. Yeah. Her, Black Mirror, her Black Mirror episode. I know, yeah. Great, yeah. great. Yeah. That was the first time I saw her. I was like, wow. I mean, she's incredible. Like, she just takes over the screen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, that is, the, that is the book right there. So then, then the next book to take a look at mm -hmm. is when Shuri starts appearing on the cover. Yeah. So her first cover is Black Panther number one from April of 2009. There's a couple of different versions where she appears on the cover. The two striking ones are the J. Scott Campbell one, which are 45 blue label 9.8s, 20 gold label 9.8s. That's about a $600 book. Wow. And also the Ken Lashley cover. Oh yeah. Great, That's another oh, my gosh. phenomenal cover. There are 52 blue label 9.8s, five gold label 9.8s. That book sells for 350. That's my preference. I understand that Jeff has a great audience. They're both gorgeous covers. Mm -hmm. My personal preference is that is the Ken Lashley cover. I think it's undervalued at 350 compared to the Campbell cover. I do think it'll catch up over time, but you know, we'll, we'll see that. Yeah. Interestingly enough, and we've talked about this how many times? The second print. Here it is again. There are seven blue label and zero gold label 9.8s. It's only 150 bucks or so in 9.8. If you could find one right now, get a copy of the second print, yeah. send it in. Very low print run, 
that might be the home run book of all yep. of them. Yep. That might be the home run book of all of them. Then we start to get into the new era, Alex, and, and, and then talk about, you know, now that the, the film came out in 2018, I think when you started to get into 2016, when you know that the films are coming out, because once you get to 2016 outs, now you know the film is coming out. There's talk about it. You know, now you've got Tahanisi Coates writing. You got Brian Stelfi's working on the book. You know, I don't know that you were in Midtown at the time. I think that was your post Midtown days. Gone, yeah. But 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 talk about those books in 2016 coming out in anticipation of the film in 2018. I mean, when you have someone culturally as a writer like Coates coming into comics, first of all, nobody saw that coming. Second of all, for him to come in and write Black Panther was humongous. And Brian Silfries has been in the industry forever. And another amazing artist who was constant, constantly wonderful. Um, and knowing when that came out that they were, that those, that book was being announced, knowing that there was a Black Panther movie coming out, it was like the perfect storm, you know? And, and that book did tremendous. I think it's, it definitely sold more than the other uh, subsequent uh, volumes. Um, you know, when you have a writer like that in the in the novel world that i'm buying all of these novels i buy i'm a max allen collins fan so i buy all of his his books i read everything oh he's also doing comics i'm now going to buy those comics it brought people into comics and a superhero comic that probably would never have read a comic which also helps sell the movie you know it, it's it was definitely a something marvel thought about they weren't stupid they knew they knew black panther was going to be a hit and they wanted they wanted the comics on the shelf to be something that people could get into uh and bring more people in and, and it worked yeah for, for sure so my, my two favorite covers there were there were a lot of variant covers yeah, on that one in the 2019 2018 series my two favorite covers were really the stealth freeze hip-hop cover yep which there are 29 blue labels nine eights and 28 gold label 9.8s that's about a 900 dollars book Alex. those were hard to get variants those those were not easy you just walk into a shop and have them yes and then the alex ross variant which is a great oh, cover kills it great cover yeah and they put the logo right in the middle yeah. awesome cover that book is about a 300 dollars book there were 53 blue label 9.8s and 29 gold label 9.8s probably all brian still freeze i would assume yeah uh yes yeah, uh, that's true. Alex hasn't signed in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when Alex signed last. And Coates probably only did maybe, again, San Diego, New York, the big two. Yeah. And then you start to get into 2018. Uh, and Marvel did those remastered Kirby covers, oh, yeah. which are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did the 1 in 500 colored version. They did the 1 in 1,000 black and white version. These came out in July of 18. The color version sells for about 225 and 9.8. The Sketch cover sells for about 500. There are 38 blue label and zero gold label 9.8s on the sketch. There are 35 blue label and four gold label on the colored version of the 9.8 remastered uh, one in 500. So those are great covers. Again, they're Kirby covers. They're very, very cool. I actually think for the, for the ratios that those books were sold in, they're actually pretty reasonably priced. Yeah. Uh, the next book, which has really skyrocketed, it's Shuri from December of 18 with the photo cover on it. Because now, now that people feel like Letitia might be taking over uh, as the Black Panther, there's only 12 blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. I think she only did one event signing. Uh, but again, no one would have known at the time to, to, to get that book signed. 
the cover uh, in a blue label sells for $325 in a 9.8. And it's just going to keep going up and yep. up and up. People love those photo, photo covers. covers. Yeah. And if and when the time comes when she does a signing, those will be the books that people want. Uh, on the Shuri number one, there's a J. Scott Campbell cover. There's a Travis Shuri cover. There's a Carlos Pacheco cover. There's another variant cover. And there's a Scotty Young cover. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of covers. And they're all pops are less than five copies each. Those are great books. If you can find them, buy them, get them, send them in to get graded. You can't find them right now at all. And to me, that really encompasses the great Black Panthers. If you're listening out there and you think we missed, listen, there's thousands of covers. Yeah, there's a Black lot. Panther covers. If you think we missed something or you really want to see something or you want to talk about another Black Panther, send it to us and, and let us know. Yeah. And I mean, one thing, you know, we always talk about single issues and CGCs and, and stuff, but, you know, if you've never read a Black Panther comic, there's tons of graphic novels at your local comic book store and the, and the library has them and, you know, Barnes and Noble has them, you know, go check them out. I mean, read them. If you like the book, that's when, you know, that, a lot of times that's what I do. I'll read the graphic novel and be like, oh, I really like this. So I'll go back and buy the single issues. I'll go back and then I'll search eBay for number ones and, and get slabs and all that fun stuff. Right. Right. Absolutely. All right. We've come to the point in the show. My favorite part of the show. Are you ready? For I'm my, ready. Drum roll. Are you ready? It's Alex's pick of the week. What do you got, Alex? So we always talk about collectibles and stuff, and I'm surprised we I have never brought it up. Um, love them or hate them because there's no in-between. Let's talk about pops. Oh, Funko Pops. pops. Forget about it. That, I mean, what, 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 what a phenomena. Yes. Yes. When we do the signings, yes. it's comic books, pops. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yeah. I, I, I have some. I probably have about 10 or 15. I don't look for them. I don't, I don't, you know, I was getting like, I think the Star Wars mystery boxes and they came, they would come in them. Um, but as, as something, as something that is so wide spread as a collectible, I mean, these are like the Target clean, get cleaned out all the time. Walmart has exclusives. FYE. I mean, it's not just comic fans that buy them. It's everybody. I mean, when, when, when I was working at Midtown and we had a pop section, it was anytime a new wave come out, it'd be up and gone, up and gone. And people just clamor for them. Um, and, and like you said, signings, how easy is it to take, open the box, take the pop out, put it on the side, flatten the box, bring it, get it signed in a nice marker, put the pop back in, close the top, put it on a wall. They look great. Yeah. I think the stackable nature of them. Yeah. I think the completest nature of them. Yeah. I think the fact that they've done all these different, these different licenses from every, you know, major everything thing to, to every minor character from every show ever uh, has really captured the imagination. And to me, it's almost like magic, the gathering or Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh mm -hmm. where it's stood the test of time of the collector market where it's no longer a fad, right? right. We've, seen the, we've seen the Cabbage Patch Kids. We've seen beanie the Pogs. Babies. We've seen the Beanie Babies. We've yeah. seen all that stuff where it goes like this and then it goes like this. Yeah. But I will say, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, I mean, those have really, Magic the Gathering have really, really stood the test of time. Yeah. And, and now video games, you know, with WADA grading all the video games and still yeah. video games, it's, it's unbelievable. So, you know, I, I think there's a few markets out there and uh, and it's one of them where yeah it absolutely uh, stood the test of time. I mean, when you look at if if the the best thing I can think of is there is a Funko store in L.A. that sells 
Funkos. It's a whole store. They pay rent on this place. And all it is is Funkos. And they do well enough to stay open. That, that says it all. Yeah, when we were at the Miles signing recently, mm-hmm. it was really, there were, I think, 11 or 12 different Miles Morales Funkos. And yeah. there were tons of them. People got them all done and they put little quotes on them and they put the names and everything else. So uh, I see it every single time. And uh, it's very exciting. Do you have a favorite Funko Pop? Oof. Uh, I don't. I mean, like I said, most, most of mine are Star Wars. Um, I have a lot of the from the Rebels cartoon series. Um, one of those is from um, is, is from the Star Wars Celebration. It's exclusive, um, and and I think that's my favorite. It's it's the Thrawn. I, I'm a I'm a big Thrawn guy, and that's a cool thing about Pops. Again, it's yeah, there's Spider Man, but there's maybe a Madam Web. I mean, there's there's characters that you might love and nobody else loves. There's probably a Pop for that. Are you having celebration withdrawal? I am a little bit, a little bit. I'll get over it. It's fine. Yeah, where's your little hat? I, no I hat see. today. No hat today. I, <laughs> It's, it's a little warm, so I'm letting the breeze kick in through the hair. Got it, got it. <laughs> All right, so what do we got up next, Alex? Yeah, I mean, John Tyler Christopher. I mean, he's doing nothing but making making money off these amazing covers. So this fluorescent thing really came out of nowhere, right? They were supposed to be show exclusives, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and then all of a sudden shows didn't happen, and then all of a sudden these these things blew up. Yeah, the way they've been distributed now, there's they're starting now that they're being released. There's only three of them that have been sold so far, mm-hmm. and now they're selling out like in minutes. Like forget about it. Yeah. So the three books that have come out, and by the way, they they call them reverse negatives. It's very very cool when you see yeah. the covers. It is very unique that they came up with this. They are they're fluorescent. So so Alex, when you turn off the lights, they will. I'll have to pull out my 1970s black light (laughs) poster system and put it back up. Maybe some of those old Kirby posters I'll put along with them, you know. So so the three books are Amazing Spider-Man, The Sins of Norman Osborn, number one, which Mm -hmm. was New York Comic Con 2020 exclusive. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's only 2,500 of those. And what I like about them is they serial numbered them like the old Superman comics. They're machine numbered. They're hand numbered out of 2,500, 0001, 0002. People love that. Yeah. They love that. And then the second one was Strike Force number one, which has a Spider-Woman cover on it, which is awesome. Beautiful. Those are numbered out of 2,000. Yeah. Okay. So again, and then and then the third one was Uncanny X-Men number 21, which Legacy is number 643, mm-hmm. which has a road cover on it. Ooh, yeah. That was a San Diego exclusive that was 3,000 units. So I think they're slowly but surely increasing the print runs. I hope they don't get too crazy because if you start to go up to four or 5,000 copies, I don't know that it's going to hold the same weight. Yeah. Right? right. But these books are all selling for 150 to $250 raw. I have yeah. seen no nine eights on any of these. No. So I don't know it's because, because they haven't come out and they haven't been submitted. People haven't realized to submit them or they sold out so quickly and people are just putting them in their personal collections. Why wait? If you buy it for 25 bucks and you can flip it tomorrow for 200, why wait for CGC? Get the money, you can buy something else, you know? I know, I it's that. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So so uh, I think you're going to see more of these books come out. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on them. Uh, you're starting to see, you know, these kinds of specialty, specialized items, uh, you know, become more and more part of the mainstream, I guess. And, you know, the, yeah. the companies are looking for new and innovative ways to, to sell these books. And, and I got to tell you, they look great. The Rogue yep. One looks great. They, they all actually look, they're, they're very, John did a great job on these. Fantastic. On these and, and we've talked about it in past with 
McFarlane covers and other covers of the minimalization and and when you take away a background a cityscape or an apartment or just a trade dress you know not having amazing spider-man over the the issue and you just have a solid background with a character it does a lot for the eyes it's, it's almost uh andy warhol pop it's very pop um art you know these are stuff that you could blow up if these weren't I, i'm sure i would be surprised if marvel didn't make posters for them or yeah. people aren't just taking jpegs and sending them to kinko's to make posters because these things are, are so beautiful that if you frame it and put it on the wall people would people would notice yeah absolutely absolutely so Alex, I think we've come to the end of our time today. Yes. So sad. <laughs> so sad. Well, I'll so, see you next week. Just that's it. Once a week on these calls. That's, that's the only thing we do. <laughs> so we will see you next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch Thanks, you next guys. week.